Hello and welcome to Legacast. My name is Brian Crossgard here with my friend Josh Olswich. Hey Josh. Brian, good to be with you. Great to be with you. And uh it's it's happy days for those of us bullish the crypto coins. <laughs> it's hard to not make money right now. Yeah. I, I think if you're listening to Doomer, I, th- I think it was Bobby. He tweeted out this great meme today. Um, like Squidward looking at SpongeBob and Patrick partying outside the window where he, he <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> he not Bobby, but he Squidward is like listening to Macro Doomer podcasts, you know? Yeah. It's dangerous. It's dangerous to be a bear for too long. Yeah, I, I think know. you can have have a long term view, a short term view, a midterm view, but don't let that prevent you from doing anything. Like don't let it paralyze you and thinking, oh, the economy, Biden, Trump, blah, blah, blah. Like whoever it is. Is that's telling you this stuff in in your ear? Like, look, we're up what one hundred and thirty percent on Bitcoin yeah. this year. I have some uh, business relationships in in my hometown, and unfortunately, some of them know that I'm I have a career in crypto. You're a, you're a celebrity. Uh, no, they don't necessarily know that I have a significant public presence, but they they have a you know they they know I'm into Bitcoin or whatever you know. Like, and I'm like, I don't even own a Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> that is pathetic. Yeah, it is pathetic. Um, I own some Bito, some futures. All right, does that count? Not really, but we'll, we'll give you a pass. <laughs> it's not my keys. <laughs> um. Anyway, so like they're they're kind of like, oh yeah, you know, you guys are down bad, and I'm like, well, I don't know, my asset class is up over a hundred percent this year. How's yours doing? <laughs> it's like, what really? getting better like yeah this is what's great about uh crypto bear markets is everyone forgets every time well it happens it happens so fast by the time people realize what's going on you know we're up 100 on the year and they're like what like you're not dead right like i haven't had anybody just today actually i had one of my relatives text me Uh um i know (laughs) so be careful but uh i haven't had anybody say anything about anything um it's just crazy you know yeah um it's great it's the best it's the best time to be in this space is when the 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 frothy fomo money is out yeah we survived the bear we we slogged through it trading chart pattern to chart pattern yeah that's not to say that's not to say we're advocating for up only and nothing else it's just to say that there's opportunity here Barely feeding ourselves. It, when the volatility, the volatility rises, that's when that's that's when we're happy campers. Um, I think everybody's just happy stuff's moving. Yeah, that's what I'm I'll, saying. I'll take I'll take either direction, but obviously better that it's up. <laughs> yeah, I don't love when it's down. Although back when um, you you and I talked about this a ton when it occurred, it's like that six k breakdown back in 2018. I was relieved when it finally just broke down. Now I would have been more relieved <laughs> if it broke up, but just to get out of this, this was yeah. Awesome. At that point, I you, you know, can I do stuff. Yeah, I just think remember living through that. It was miserable. Yeah, and so volatility is better than non-volatility for traders, right? Active market participants, and that's what we have here. We had shoot going to into into October. Uh, March to October was basically just no man's land trade range. 
most of the recovery was from January to March. So good spring. <laughs> Carpe noctum seasonality for the win again, right? Q1 on the move. Q2 and Q3 freaking boring. Q4 on the move. Good for you. Good for you, Josh. Yeah, I mean, Q4, October, November, Thanksgiving, super spreader event in uh, crypto land, Bitcoin specifically. Get ready because that's coming. So it looks good. People are starting to wake up to the fact that, hey, we have actually done extremely well in a non-correlated fashion, really. Like, what are we even correlated to this year? Uh, Not much. Because I just checked... Uh, S&P, the Qs, gold, TLT, we aren't really correlated to any of that anymore uh, in a big way. All right, Josh. So there's a couple couple things I see that I want your opinions on. Number one is there's some sneaky potential. I'm just looking at lines, weekly closes, historical weekly closes. And then I want you that's to tell me how does, it align, how does it align with Joshua's various like obscure math things like pivots. Mm. All right. So pivots aren't obscure. They're just... Yeah, I'm just saying. They're just math. But you gotta you gotta work a little harder to see them. All right. So right. this this little level that we're at, this sub 40, high 30s, little well, mm-hmm. maybe a sneaky resistance. But the one I really have my eyes on is up here at 47k, what I would call the breakdown, right? Like I always like those where what was the start of the trend that was then, you know, twelve or fourteen weeks of down only. I want to see 47. I could see some pausing here. How does this compare to what you're looking at? It makes sense. Before I comment on that, I will say the events that led to that, right? It was um, first Luna buying and then Luna selling that Mm -hmm. broke us down. It was also the first rate hike. was Luna buying was basically just that two weeks before before we died, right? Well, they were buying. All in that. Yeah, yeah. They were buying earlier, right? I think. Yeah. Anyway, um, but the first rate hike and then Luna selling Bitcoin, I think, are the two important events that actually caused all this. But um, yeah, 47 makes a lot of sense. The other thing that I would point to is VPVR levels. Mm -hmm. So the cloud likes 42 and a half. Is that the top of the cloud? That's the top of the weekly cloud. Uh, Volume profile shows like 39 and 47 as better resistance levels. And then you've got the pitchfork, which depending on when we hit those levels, 42 would make sense, 47 in April. But by the end of the year, 42 makes sense. Literally January 1 is the top of the pitchfork. You know what I could imagine? I could imagine a weekly wick up to 46, 47, that red line that I showed. Yeah, and then your weekly close back inside that cloud, like a nice little, like, wick through the cloud. Yeah, I agree. I think uh, when we get that inevitable ETF approval for Bitcoin, we will see a candle we've never seen, <laughs> and then much like twenty nineteen, like that that, that candle, we remember that. Everybody gets super bullish at the top of the weekly cloud, and inevitably, like that's what way after the move happened right you you just missed the 300 move and then you're all it's not you but you know people yeah also happened in 2016 yeah. same we thing. overshoot we're overshooters yeah so i could i could easily see that 47 level get hit and then just get smacked way down 
And that's when the macro doomer people come out and say, I told you so, you know, Bitcoin <laughs> is bearish. It's not going anywhere. That's when they I, take their victory lap. I bought treasuries and have made 4% interest this year. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you doubled your money. Or tripled, yeah. 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 Um, so I think that makes sense, even relative to having those dates. Um, you know, pre-having, we don't typically continue now the etf may change things a little bit there but i doubt it um i think it's going to take time for the etf to come online for the salespeople to sell it right i think it's going to take a little bit of time so where we are relative to the weekly cloud also makes sense relative to having in that expect things to get super volatile pre-having and then we typically start our slow ascent higher on the weekly Tell me how excited you are for ETH to go to 2,500. I think that's a low target. I mean, 29 is the level. So I'm, yeah, I mean, I'm ready. I've got my close orders already on the books at 3K. That's how confident I am. There you go. I just look at this weekly candle here that it's already tested. And it looks like the type of candle that we may sit here for a couple more days. And then next week you go the and hit the next zone, which is 2,500 for me, 3,500 after that. I just wish I had a device that could change uh, the, the not the trajectory, but flip between the, um, why am I blanking on this? The timelines, flip, flip, flip between the timelines where ETH never got an ETF announcement. <laughs> right? Does ETH actually move? Because I don't think it does. Oh, it does. I don't think it does. It, it, it does. Not, the, news, okay. oh, let me, the, news let me, help, the news helps the chart do what the chart wants to do or something. Let me bring, let me, let me rewind it a little Confucius bit. Confucius said that. It, it moves eventually. I don't think it moves as that soon quickly. As yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, let me, let me pull it up. Sorry. It was scripted on ETH BTC. I'm just saying. Well, I, you know, are they looking at that? Kind of a funny, funny timing on, on their period or their part to announce that right when uh, ETH BTC is ready to fall off a, a cliff. I still think it does fall off a cliff simply, again, because of flows. Are they going to approve the ETH ETF the same time they approve the BTC ETF? Probably not. I think the flow differential could could make that a challenge. Like it was not priced into ETH that the ETF for ETH would be anywhere near the same time frame as BTC. That's clear. Yeah. But if both are approved, which one captures the majority of those passive flows? It's got to be BTC by a long shot. Yeah. I, again, I think the crypto native crowd loves ETH. They understand ETH. They get what it's for. I think the institutional folks, it, that's a much harder sell for them personally. I think if you get RWA attached to ETH a little bit more in a bigger way or whatever the narrative, you know, then you'll have something to sell. But when you're talking about any of the other comparable metrics versus Bitcoin, I think it's it's harder to get a large majority of institutional folks on board there. They'll understand that Bitcoin and ETH are important in a portfolio, perhaps for exposure. They'll want, you know, 70% Bitcoin, 30% ETH or something like that, maybe 60, 40 even. But to, to outright sell ETH, I think is, is tough. From saying, I'm saying that from experience, you know, Bitcoin, to sell Bitcoin to, to an institutional crowd is tough. But then to try to explain ETH is another, it's another animal, you know? So I, I think it'll take time. But 
I think as a group, the institutional crowd understands like Bitcoin and ETH probably aren't going anywhere. So good for ETH, right? Good for ETH. You had all the ETH maxis finally wake it up saying, oh, I told you so. <laughs> this is a funny time. I don't know, man. The, the best I told you so's out there are the Solana manlets. Well-deserved. Well-deserved. Soylana. Soylana manlets, is that the meme? Is Bankless, are they in uh, disbelief here? What's going on? Um, no, I don't know. Real quick, someone's asking about my VPVR. Um, if you just search VRVP, they changed the name, I don't know, a couple months back. You'll, yeah. It'll pull it up. Also with that, I think you have to have a pro subscription to use it but whatever yeah um i had this old tweet on my on my soul eth chart look at this <laughs> kyle samani telling ryan adams let's bet on soul eth price end of year 2021 versus 2022 and it went down shoot that was the pico bottom <laughs> it went down 83 percent Let's check on it, Kyle. We already we already stomped on Kyle for that. I'm sorry, Kyle. You're having your revenge right now, buddy. Assuming Multicoin didn't sell all of theirs. Um, look at I this. Just, uh, look it's at this. funny. Six months, 200% relative to ETH while just going bananas the last few weeks. Well, a comment about those funds. Unless they gated their withdrawals in some way, they may have had to have sold stuff like this to give people back their money or whatever. Um I don't actually know. I don't have any caller there, but uh, why, so I, why is he, why is Sol up so much? I couldn't Sol, tell. Sol is up so much because it has a dedicated community of. Don't give me that nonsense. Developers and bunkers. Don't give me that nonsense. Come on. Do you know how many people said the words bonk or derivatives to me when I was asking about what are the projects in Solana land doing cool stuff? It was all bonk. It was like 10,000 Bonk people in my mentions. And granted, Bonk has mooned, but I was like, do we have anything other than meme coins? <laughs> like, we need more than meme coins. Memes are good. Memes can work. But I would I'd rather target some others. I got a couple ideas that I need to dig into. I haven't looked at any of the charts, but you know, maybe some of the deck stuff or some of the like well, Solana perps. I don't know. I'll um, give you my Dark Horse alt. For this cycle in a second, but wait a second. I don't t text it to me. I gotta buy. <laughs> <laughs> what is um, it? It's a radium, but don't even know what that is. It's a Solana Dex, I believe. Mm. Anyway, um, yeah, I, I don't know why Solana is up other than relative value, other than it's the most hated non consensus trade, whatever. Like, get the heck out of here with that nonsense. It, I don't know, I, I don't get it personally, but. I'm glad I have some. <laughs> then that's all I have to say. What I, I like about it, what I like about it is it had this zone. It spent a lot of time in that zone. Most of this is all fake FTX price action up here. Bubble Eiffel Tower. And then it's just like, screw that zone. That's what it's saying today. Is that that irrelevant? Off we go. $54. Is this a is it how what's the ceiling here, Josh? 80? Well, it's certainly making the um 135? FTX uh, estate happy that it's easy to sell that into that strength, right? Yeah, for the sake of FTX uh, creditors, if the bankruptcy people don't screw it up, I'm happy. Um, 
could it hit one of these lines? Is it, is that the future range of of Solana consolidation somewhere in there? Uh, sixty six is a yearly pivot. Seventy eight, like you're pointing to, is a good breakdown horizontal from I can use, uh, I can use horizontal rays. I, can, I don't have to actually draw squiggles on that. Yeah, somewhere in there. New targets, new thick red lines, right here, somewhere in here. I like that seventy nine. I think that's cute. Imagine the I Solana. Just, I don't know, like who's buying this. You know, I don't know. I couldn't tell you. Is it just because the volume isn't being forced to buy? Who was short? I guess, but the volume isn't picking up that much on Binance. I haven't heard people talking about Solana projects. I haven't seen. I, 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 I just couldn't tell you. I the cloud, no the cloud aligns with that other line perfectly. That one thirty-eight. Yeah, cloud likes one thirty-eight. Is a yearly pivot at one twenty-four. Do you know how I I'm I'm rooting for this because I will not earn a ton off of it. I have a little bit of exposure, but Brian, Brian, it's up twenty percent today. Twenty percent. We need this. We need we need people to win so that we can all win. This is the hot ball of money needs to be formed so that it can <laughs> then roll. Needs to gather. Uh, there's this old. What is it, N64 game? Katamari Damacy? <laughs> people people who know will know what I'm talking about. Where there's this, like, you, you slowly pick up objects as you roll around and you form this mass. It's a super fun game. Isn't anyway. that a Street Fighter thing, too? The guy that goes like this and it, like, forms the blue ball of That's, fire? Just, just stop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know what stops this train because I don't know what's feeding it. I think at this point, are people really still shorting it? Maybe. Um, the the target on whatever the consolidation was well hit uh, it's reconsolidated twice and continued at this point this is the third drive so I'd be careful up here daily RSI was in Infinityville 88 um, that's not to say you can't get a, like a div leg higher to 60 or something 66 but I don't know I, don't, I just I couldn't tell you Who's buying this thing or why? No idea. Uh, hey, can you do me a favor since you got the cloud up? Yeah. I'm just asking, should we be looking at ADA? <laughs> yeah. So I mean, my, I, mean, just sat, I, I, I don't like it. I just wonder. Quick plug for the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Um, I've been talking about ADA for the past couple of weeks because it looks really good. Before Which, we, I'm, I'm looking at the weekly chart. I didn't put the cloud on it yet, but... Before we uh, get to ADA, let me just mention the the twenty nine again for ETH. That's the, the weekly cloud. It's also the the yearly pivot. Is at uh, mm. thirty one. So I like this as a pivot to pivot trade for ETH. That's nothing new. We've talked about that for like the past year. But maybe by the support on the previous, also the bottom of the cloud. If it comes back to there, uh, anything below two K, I think is a buy on ETH at this point. Yeah. Uh, yeah. ADA looks great. Sadly, um, like I said with Doge, some of this stuff. Oh, look at that! Adam and Eve cloud. The two hundred week on ADA is at sixty five cents, which is kind of in the beginning of that cloud move. Um, Unfortunately, this stuff's listed. Go to the weekly. Cloud. Go to the weekly cloud. I hate the daily cloud. Sorry. He hates the daily cloud. He hates the daily cloud. 
Weekly double cloud is a beautiful thing. Get that big wall of red. Yes. So what? 38 to 169. Yeah, let's go. I like that. <laughs> I hate it actually. Imagine Charles Hoskinson. He's gonna get like 10 Falcons if that happens. How many years has this chain been around and done nothing? How many years? <laughs> a you lot. tell me. A lot. Uh 2017 was the listing. It was around before then. Do you hear anything about ADA from anybody? I don't. Uh, no, I don't. But they're out there. There's, there's believers out there. I hope this stuff doesn't really do that. I'm just, I was just curious because I saw this. Oh, no, you're right though. The I saw TA... the same double bottom forming. Like this looks like Solana looked before it broke out. You know, I don't know. Don't get me wrong. The TA looks phenomenal for all this stuff. I just hate it because it makes no sense and it shouldn't. Not because I'm a maxi on Bitcoin. It just it doesn't deserve it, you know? What did it do? The problem the problem is like we go every every time we get go through some years in, in crypto and we're like, hmm, maybe this time we've learned something. <laughs> and then you know, it happens and it's like it turns out we did not. <laughs> like everything was the same again. Yeah, I don't know um who would be buying this either other than just people rotating around and trading it right i don't think people are buying this because they believe in cardano that's what i'm trying to say you know they're buying it like us because we think it has a uh what is this 300 move potentially right all right i need you to look up one more chart because yeah. i hope i hope trading will show it to you like it just did to me can you okay. please type in doge yeah and sure. see if you get the animation oh usd uh sure your trading view doesn't have Easter eggs. Well, I think it does. It's just I've seen it already and I X'd uh, it out. It popped so. up this do Doge animation that went like this, <laughs> did a little dance. <laughs> uh, I was I was tweeting at Kaleo because he was talking about the inevitability of Doge pumping. And I was like, brother, for the sake of our industry, we do not want Doge to pump. <laughs> like, We really don't. It looks great, right? Like, look, from technical perspective. It looks this, like it's based for a long time. For the first time in uh, over a year for a lot of this stuff, it's finally making a higher high instead of a lower low. So but sure. this has to have more retail pain in it than any other coin, right? I would assume. I would assume anything on Robinhood, including Cardano, has a lot of retail pain. So hopefully those people will be like, oh my gosh, this thing that I bought at 70 cents is back to 10 i'm gonna sell i'm gonna capture something like i don't think they're looking at it you know i think they're yeah. worried about how they're gonna put dinner on the table i don't think they're looking at robin hood all right uh Sounds the resistance good. on this would be like 10 cents but um it doesn't look horrible all these charts have some sort of double bottom if we look at like the um total three let me find it real quick this thing the total three Uh, market cap index, whatever you want to wow. think of it as. Yeah. Like it had this double bottom. It's Peter Brandt rectangle head spot. and shoulders boon season. It's at a good spot. You could thank Solana. Uh, you can thank Link. You can thank Ave. You can thank Bitcoin. I need to sell after I do this because it, I'm not just showing you, I'm showing 
whatever, 224 people. Um, that's, that's double our usual, by the way. No, it's not. We usually Is have it? about 150. Oh, okay. Well, I'm um, euphoric. Thank you all for being here. But you say people are not looking at Robinhood. I am. I never had a Robinhood account until this year. I opened it in, I think, the beginning of February because my Flip co-founder, Sam, hey, Sam, uh, told me I needed to try their onboarding experience. So I did, and I put $2,000 in there. It's November 10th, and guess what, Josh? You got $1,000? It hit $6,000 today. Oh, really? Trading is easy. What three the... X? No leverage. Boomer yeah. Robinhood. What were you sitting in? Um, Legacy or crypto? Things that you can buy on Robinhood. No, it was all. I think I owned over the course of the year. Now I could have just done the very first trade, nothing else, and outperformed what I've done for real. Because I first, I bought with the two thousand dollars. I bought Nvidia. <laughs> like oh, there bucks. you go. So I, I could have done better, but. I'm just saying, even making bad decisions, it's still it's still 6K, 3X. Trading is easy. I think, not all people agree, I think time in the market beats timing the market. Not all people agree. Uh, well, my thing with uh, NVIDIA is I think I made like 50 or 60% in two weeks, and I was like, okay, good trade. What's next? <laughs> Rather than just like riding the AI train and then that oopsie that. Um, well, that was my. Sorry, go ahead. That's fine. I think I had Coinbase for a while. It's in ETH right now because I was playing that spread trade. So the spread trade's been real good to me. Well, ETH looks great. It um, does look great. One thing I was going to say about Soul for me, my leak, my weakness is I'll play this level to level setup, it'll be great. But then I won't revisit the chart or keep paying attention to it. And that's what happened for me on Seoul. I just, it was a great re, uh, re long at 33 when it broke up, but I just didn't take it. Are we, are we having a Cope Fest? Are we for me, uh, <laughs> looking at the, uh, the imaginary unrealized profits in that trade, yes, uh, <laughs> definitely a Cope Fest, but you know. Uh, speaking of, of stuff we talked about, and then boy, how did it, how did it do? Um, link i know you bought this i used yeah. it as a proxy but i didn't actually own this one but heck of i mean broke out of a multi-year rectangle consolidation and eight to fifteen dollars in the matter of four weeks congrats marines yeah link link similar to soul it doesn't feel <clears throat> i mean i guess you could say it's more justified for soul or sorry link because it's consolidated for so long uh it's just it's just a lot super quick you know it's beautiful i mean i like it the weekly cloud slam it 30 i don't think we get to 30 it's a 2x from here so <laughs> i would when i here's my here's my issue when i see charts like this i just assume there's going to be pain and devastation and it's going to have a 50 percent pullback on a in a week right yeah well the the thing is people will people probably sold it too early on the breakout and now they're sad and then it's going to go higher than they expect and then it's going to consolidate for another year but if you can time that trade and make that trade then it's pretty awesome it moved faster than i would have expected i'll say that and i would have thought it might stop at like 1350 13 so it's overshot a little bit what i would personally seek 
again the volume on binance not that that's like you know the uh golden metric but volume on binance here is not what i'd expect i'd expect volumes to be picking up you know what i think would be beneficial here because the season that we may be in here is where create some pain on a daily basis like you get we might wake up to a a bloody monday a 20 percent down day on alts where bitcoin goes down like three percent you know something like that and that would be a good buying opportunity if you have a, a if you have a portfolio where you have some assets that you can make flexible perhaps it's a good time to put 20 25 30 percent of your portfolio into stables to be able to take advantage of the easy opportunities, the big nasty days that are going to make you have a, a gut check if you're fully deployed with nothing to do when that happens. It would give you something to do in that case and feel feel like you're, you're winning. <laughs> 60 or 70% of your portfolio might still be in those positions, but you, you can do something on those days. Feels like, feels like that's not a terrible idea right now. Maybe I'll take my own advice. I'm pretty well deployed right now, but maybe I maybe I throw some stables out there. To me, it feels like on the Bitcoin side, people are waiting, including myself, for the spot ETF approval. The so big candle. I'd, I'd rather risk the downside here than miss risking the upside, if that makes sense. That's why I've been carrying uh, those, those BitTo calls, the Bitcoin futures ETF calls, because I feel like that gives me some exposure to the upside for Bitcoin. So we do have seasonality on our side, trend, obviously, but everyone's waiting for a news event. And then the next news event would be the actual launch of the product or an approval of an ETH product or the, the announcement of a Solana ETF, which I don't think. I don't think that's going to happen because they have more SEC issues going on. They do, but so did ETH to some degree. Now they do no, have a... ETH wasn't even closed. <clears throat> they do have a spot, um, or sorry, futures ETF. Yeah. Um, the reason I mentioned Sol is if you look at the grayscale list of stuff, um, by size, ETC is the next. I don't think that's getting an, an ETF. LTC, I don't think so. BCH, I don't think so. Zcash, XLM, Decentraland, Zen, and then Sol. Those are all bigger than the Solana Trust, which is very, very tiny. Why why would we discount some of the old coins with fewer securities issues like Litecoin or, or Bitcoin Cash? I just feel like there wouldn't be an appetite for that. Hmm. If I'm I do think it'd be I do think it'd be nice to go to market with Bitcoin and ETH and see how it goes. Sure. I don't think they'll get launched at the same time like we talked about, but um Yeah. Hey, we we got a question. You're talking about stuff launching. Yeah. Tanks ninety. Asked why is FTX's token FTT pumping like this? Oh man! And it's because there's uh, they're in the final stages of these bids to relaunch the exchange. People are bidding to relaunch the FTX exchange, and that's why FTT is for some reason attached to that. This is hysterical. A dollar to four dollars. I haven't looked at this chart in a long time. Does the bankruptcy? group also own this i assume so like they have to have a ton they do yeah they should be dumping on people's faces 
Do they have flexibility to do that to like liquidate this stuff, or do they have to get approvals? Or I feel like they already have the approvals they need, and they're just sending it to OTC. There's real opportunity for them to capture value for these creditors. And I hope they do. Somebody had mentioned on Twitter. By the time we see the on-chain evidence of the FTX estate moving it's coins, done. it's already sold. So it's yeah. not like that's a signal. You know, it's just it's a good indicator that, that they're they're moving this stuff, which is good. But that's pretty yeah. gross. I'm also being asked about Stargate. I'm a early investor in Layer Zero. I love Stargate. I'm super biased. I think the chart looks okay. Um, it's it's done well as also. But just you know, full disclosure, I have a vested stake in Stargate. Haven't haven't sold any of the stuff that I've been uh, that's vested already. If that helps. I'm not going to use the phrase dead money, but it is range bound. <laughs> yeah, no, it definitely is. It it's a good sign though that it it's bouncing on this um, falling wedge thing. You know what actually has a great falling wedge right now is uh, Disney. Disney has a phenomenal. They had earnings today. Phenomenal uh, falling wedge. On their earnings call, they talked about having done a study of their most valuable channels. And they were ABC, of course, the Disney Channel, and FX. No mention of ESPN. Hmm. I, thought, I found that very strange. Uh, they're thinking about letting go some of their lower performing channels, essentially offloading them to partner networks or something. Um, I don't really know anything about Disney as a stock, but I think it got hit pretty hard, didn't it? as you see, as you show. But yeah, Parker, it, Parker new concerns or something bouncing around. Uh, yeah, it was everything. You know, they were spending too much money on content. Parks like, were like political issues down. with the governor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the political fighting. I don't know. Yeah, the, I just like the pattern. I don't care about the company at all, but that looks good. Uh, I think Nvidia still has. A uh, eventual breakdown. Yeah, go to go to February first on that. What price did I buy that at? February first, the bottom. Yep. Yeah, the breakout basically. I bought that Head and Shoulders. That's what it was. What was that price? One hundred eighty. One hundred eighty-eight. Yeah. Yeah. So I could have done nothing and outperformed <laughs> my three or four trades that I made on on Robinhood. Our uh, Johnny calls that a. a H and S G F Y. There's a lot of things this could end up being. Uh, it's not a great diamond top at this point. It's not a great head and shoulders, but um, I do think this eventually breaks down. It's just going to take some time. Now I, I sound like, like <laughs> I was going to say I sound like one of those, uh, you know, crypto capo. Yeah. Where's your where's your thousand word monologue and telegram complaining about why the number went up? You pay attention to an industry every day, and yet you were bearish at the bottom. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand those people personally, but yeah, why pay attention to an industry if all you're going to do is be bearish when there's real opportunity on the table? It is very silly. Um, what else we got? Legacy, we can talk about DXY. Yeah, I want to talk a little little macro stuff. I, the dollar bounced off support on a weekly basis after a terrible week last week. I think that's worth watching. Yeah, we don't. Flagging, 
hinting at consolidation again the problem is like think you might think things are bad here but globally things are way worse yeah eurozone way worse the uk germany way worse so that's going to help keep dxy higher because it's a like index relative to um those other we're the, currencies we're the best we're the best bad government we are the best piece of shit on the planet <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately uh for dxy so theoretically that should provide a headwind here for risk for crypto doesn't seem to be really have being a headwind you know even bouncing here i do think this wants to break down to 103 though which would be very good for us but yeah that'd be huge um oil by the way broke way down um yeah we got a question about that about what you meant about oil is in a recession or I'm, I'm interpreting, but were you indicating on Twitter that oil is indicating that we are in a recession? Yeah, so I'm just a, a macro LARPer, number one. Just remember that yeah. for everybody. But I was saying, look, we're in two wars. There's a war in the Middle East, and oil is just just cannot catch a bid. Yeah, that's not good. <laughs> and 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 OPEC is still cutting. So like they're restricting supply, and this thing just cannot. All of that is potential signal that we're already in a recession. Right. So I said, if demand is that bad in everything that's going on, like, what's what's really what's this trying to tell you? You know, I think we actually are in the U.S. in a, a demand destruction environment pretty severely. But a lot of the things, the reporting of that is quite lagging. Um, this is a completely arbitrary thing, but. A, a friend of mine, um, this through the grapevine a little bit, but a contractor had subs calling them, basically saying, "Hey, do you have any work?" <laughs> and that had not happened in ten years. Um, so I think like maybe some of these, some of these service industries, some of the things where they've been busy and backlogged, and there was no reason to do good communication, they could charge anything, and now all of a sudden they're sweating it a little bit, maybe. Lead times on business are going down. Those are those are really strong signs, arbitrary or not, that there's less demand, inflation rearing its head in a different way, right? Yeah, it seems like to me things are slowing down, but all I get all that's fed into my ear every day, all day, is macro doomer, macro doomer, macro doomer. So mm -hmm. it's hard to like gauge the severity of any of it, you know. I still think it's uh, more stagflation than like de deflationary, fully fully deflationary. I think stagflation is still the name of the day, name of the game. Sorry, but prices could could go up, and yet the demand is just not there. You know. Well, who who can finance anything right now? You know, it's credit cards hard. are at twenty five percent. Auto loans are at ten percent. <laughs> That's you know who, good credit. You know who can't, who's really struggling, struggling to finance things is banks. Like the it, yeah. banks just don't want to take on new debt if their current debt within that industry is at risk. Yeah, I've been watching the regional banks. Usually, days that were up the most is when regional banks are all red on my list, uh, which is interesting. But this chart doesn't look particularly happy. This is no. the regional regional banking ETF. Have you heard about uh, the combination, but like especially the housing and office markets in San Francisco? 
just kind of combines, you know, an area that bubble went crazy for a long time, huge bubble on real estate values, on tech values. And as tech has slowed and as other, you know, crime issues have occurred, whatever, whatever is going on in San Francisco, like there's these massive discounts on the big tech office buildings downtown San Francisco that are going for 25% of what they were valued at like five years ago. Um, yeah, I've been seeing it a lot more of that. Yeah. Housing, housing reaching levels that go back to like 2012, 2015 values, like basically just arising out of the great recession. Like that's, that's rough. Like San Francisco is definitely in a recession, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, even if it's not nationwide, maybe Texas is doing okay, but not everywhere is doing okay. Yeah. I think there's a lot of mean reverting going on and a lot of these hot, previously hot, Mm -hmm. uh, real estate markets. I think Miami's probably doing okay, but, mm -hmm. um, Arizona was another one that was crop creeping up on the list as far as like housing prices declining. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, there's a lot of anecdotal commercial real estate stuff starting to bubble up where nobody wants to buy this stuff because they can't fill it. They know they can't fill it. People aren't going back to work to the I office. Think, I think it's actually creating opportunities personally. Like I think, there are good, you do reach a point on some of them where it becomes a good price. Um, but I don't would, know. You, would you want to live, live or work in San Francisco? Right no, now? no, no, no. I'm just saying it affects more than just the undesirable ones. Like the undesirable ones that traded up are bad, but it's also affecting the more desirable ones that are still good products that are also being affected in value or being affected by rates or whatever, getting, you know, they're having to hand their buildings back. Um, and I think that creates opportunities and deals. I do agree. Scrutinizer in the chat said tech will bounce back. I think it will too. It's just the mean reversion, you know, creates an Eiffel tower, Eiffel tower moment from a value perspective. And, and it, it might take a while, you know, tech's not dead. Like growth in America is not dead. Um, a lot of it is super liquid too. So, the true price of a lot of this stuff, like we don't really know yet, you know? Oh yeah. So yeah. that's just coming to light now. I look at, uh, I look at commercial real estate a lot and in, in my state, there's like, I don't know, $30 generals that went for sale, which are historically, you know, considered great credit tenants or whatever. So they trade expensive, you know, like it could be a crappy building in the middle of nowhere. That's super expensive because dollar general has this long lease and people are trying to sell them because they bought them with low rates and now with rates increasing the values of the buildings are way down and things like that are create pressures in the market and it's it's rate driven with an economy backdrop that can play a role as well so anyway yeah we've, but we've yet to see that unfold and that's going to hit the banks because the banks hold all of those properties as through mortgages or loans or whatever right, right? and hence hence they don't have much of a desire to do new lending because they're looking at all that stuff. There have been people for months talking about a tarp like bailout program for commercial real estate. And I sincerely hope that does not happen. These are the same people, by the way, who are worried about the U S debt, but anytime that they need to bail out, they're ready to ask for it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, you need, uh, you need those people to experience a little bit of pain. Um, I, think, I do think it needs to be cleansed. Yeah. Else, what are we doing here? You know? 
capitalism capitalism get... for thee but not for me that's what we're saying here we're saying socialism's yeah. okay to bail me out ledger okay but you know everybody else they can starve i yeah. want that government handout that's what people are saying i'm sick of it i'm sick i wouldn't mind a couple of good deals on commercial real estate so that's fine <laughs> um <laughs> ETH btc let's get to it in a second but we did have a question i want to honor it D dingy loop asked about comp can we look at comp first? Because we looked at a bunch of alts. And we'll use comp as our DeFi stand-in of the week. Yeah, I think a lot of DeFi looks okay. It's it's just okay. Yeah. The problem is a lot of the DeFi stuff is it's it was down so much. Mm. And now you've got people like just hoping to get back into close to break even. It just looks okay. You know, it's still, you could argue, look, Link ranged for a, a year plus and broke out. Maybe Comp will have its turn. I don't see Comp having as big of a following. But again, if they tap into some sort of narrative, some sort of multi-chain RWA, blah, 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 then maybe. But Ron, whose bags are full, asked, why am I honoring some questions other than others rather than others? I guess I'm looking for the ones that I think are good questions. <laughs> And I just, I'm not seeing all of them. So sorry if I missed one. How um, dare you, Ledger? Yeah. How dare you? On your own podcast, you don't answer every question. Well, I did. Ron did say earlier, I was like, oh, I'm invested in this. And by the way, they're my friends. And then he's like, oh, they're scammers. So, you know, maybe, maybe you got a little bit of punishment there, Ron. <laughs> <laughs> I think there are, there are a ton of alt charts that have a W double bottom where if you believe in it, and you think it's a cycle bottom. We said this last week, I think, right? Just go for it. Not investment advice, but like what what is there to min max here if you think this is a cycle bottom on comp, you know? Your stop loss is new lows and that's it. You just sit in it. People hate people hate that answer, but that's what I'm going to tell people. Even something like curve that has tons of baggage, you know, so people, much baggage people buying OTC deals. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Curve's tricky. Like it still has inflation through V curve and stuff. Right. So you, if you're going to do it, you might as well do it for a while and go earn some of that yield. Cause other people are, um, curve is one of those ecosystems where it's like the giga brain flow chart of, of yield. And I, it's hard for me to follow. And I tried, I've done that. I've done a cycle of curve and convex and Bodium and all the stuff. And it was a fine, but I'm not like, super enthused about it i think because of the issuance stuff it's tough for a lot of DeFi to like without a serious bid to really turn it around um someone whose name i can't pronounce i'm just gonna call him mink says let's do a brainstorming session on new shiny coins without bag holders and i think that's a legitimate thing and a if, if it's a new cycle type of mentality, like you, any old coin, sushi is what you show now, they do have baggage, the bag holders, bag holders and their baggage. And, and there's something to be said for fresh charts. Um, and I am going to just acknowledge that I am, I'm not good anymore <laughs> at identifying what are the new shinies that are worth looking at because it's, it's hard for me sometimes to uh, differentiate between like 
stuff that has extremely low vesting periods for somebody and you know or or like fair launch or you know did sketchy money raising schemes to get the token out there and it's really hard for me to look at those and understand like what am i dealing with and am i willing to hold that but i do like the idea of fresh charts if they're not coming out at 10 billion dollar valuations yeah my issue with alts that people have been holding for years is like what do you are you expecting a like, what are they what is the expectations here right like Zcash is a great example. Like, are you expecting this thing to magically turn around? I, I don't. I don't get it. That might be the worst chart I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just, you know, like when do you say I was wrong, right? Like when do you just throw on the towel and say enough's enough? And this is for any chart that looks like this. And Tezos is another great example. You oh know? boy, I, I have not thought the word Tezos has not gone through the folds of my brain. <laughs> in months <laughs> i mean this thing too it's it's trying to bounce at all-time lows but i just think most people are better served trading what has strength and has a pulse and has the tension and flows than worrying about like eos btc for example right like who is trading this stuff look at this when solana's on the move you're probably just going to be better off riding that hype train than you are trying to predict something that's not even showing signs of basing much less doing anything so there there are just so many old alts that i don't think i have a prayer they'll have what? a couple of good days in a cycle they'll have a week in a cycle but they're not going anywhere a wise a wise investor once said laggards are losers there you go Except ETH, that's a winner, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a wise investor, Josh. <laughs> All right. All right. Um, I'm uh, I'm willing I'm I'm willing to to play the catch the bottom on a laggard game sometimes, even though I acknowledge that it's not the high confidence trade. Arbitrum and optimism have been brought up in the chat. The layer two trade, if you will. Yeah, I've had um, a lot of people ask. Is this a midwit trade, Josh? Oh. I don't have anything new to say because it's the same chart, right? It had a W double bottom. It was a cycle low. Who am I to say this thing can't go to 17? I don't know, right? Like, sure. I just feel like people are better off. If if this is a cycle bottom, people are better off just taking an allocation, shoving it in a, a bunch of this stuff and seeing what happens, you know? That's what I would do. Pick your pick your ten favorites and go wild, and just let it do its thing. I can't do that. That's fair, but to me, that's easier than like trying to min max every four hour chart on all of these alts. <clears throat> I just think that's pain. That's pain. Yeah, I don't I don't disagree with that. Um, what do you think about Avalanche? That's a laggard but it's got it's doing things yeah the other uh avalanche dot near those are definitely Middle starting layer. starting to pick up a little bit one thing i'll say about optimism and, and lido is very similar once eth starts to take off we may see some rotation into ETH the, derivative. Layer, the layer twos eth derivative beta is that what we can call that sure optimism I, lido arbitrum I mean, I mainly just think these charts look similar 
to ETH. Um, but yeah, once that, once money is flowing into that ecosystem, I think those charts start to look better. Um, AVAX, again, it's the same thing. You know, it had a W double bottom. If, if you're an AVAX maxi or whatever you want to call yourself, go for it. Who am I to stop you? You know? The chart I kind of like on AVAX, and I don't have a position right now. I'm just I'm considering it, I guess. Maybe that's what I'm doing. Maybe I'm considering an AVAX position here. When I look at like AVAX BTC or AVAX ETH, it looks like a potential trend break while the US chart might be breaking out or USD chart might be breaking out. That intrigues me. Weekly basis, couple of good candles. Maybe you get a, a good uh, big shot type candle after that. Those are, those are interesting. Those are interesting to me. I don't know if it's legit, but it's, it's worth a look. This I, has worse baggage than Solana, in my opinion. Well, I just feel like all these other non-institutional facing coins are just a waste of time right now. I'll say it. I'll say it. It's a waste of time. Okay. Um, it'll like they will get rotated into. They will do well. I just think you're going to have an easier time sleeping at night in the larger caps that have attention. And you could say the same thing about Dot, which also looks. Uh, it's you know it's bounced. It, it doesn't get the juices flowing like some of these other trends. <laughs> yeah, ghost chains are a challenge. Who uses dot? Why does it matter? Probably not, but I don't hear anybody talking on polka dot anymore. Anybody. Maybe that maybe we're early on polka dot. Uh Nier had that falling out with jump, I think. Was it jump or somebody else? Yeah, I think it was jump. Something about buying a stable coin at a certain price and they didn't and I don't know. But uh, dot near AVAX, all the same chart to me. So we'll see. Maybe people will rotate from Solana into this other junk, but... Uh, I don't need... Maybe this... Does, does Monero still trade on Kraken? Yeah. That's an interesting one. The weekly chart. I mean, huge consolidation. Yeah, I like this a lot. Uh, it looks like ETH in that it has its ascending triangle. The problem That's... with Monero is it's just not traded most places, so it's hard for Monero yeah. to catch a bit. Talking about Monero as an American is basically a Kraken advertisement. <laughs> well, it's the same thing with the UK and the same thing with uh, Asia. It's delisted for most of those exchanges. Yeah, it's it's so good at privacy. They're worried about. It's a coin that does its job, and therefore they don't analysis. like it. Yeah. Um, I wanted to pull up my version of it just because the two hundred week, twenty week thing. This is one of my favorite set setups. Talking about laggards. Right, like my personal willingness to trade a laggard every now and then. Um, this might get me motivated, to be honest. I, I quite like this. Unfortunately, is this going to go? Is this going to outperform ADA or DOT or no. Luna or not Luna? That's the, uh, and that's the problem. My my thing is though, like I can, I, like to your point earlier, I can sleep holding Monero. Yeah, I think there's a lot less risk in Monero versus <clears throat> those other layer ones. You're probably not going to make as much money. <laughs> Ramblob, nothing is nothing is wrong with Kraken in the U.S. It's just I say it's basically an advertisement because that's the only place I know that you can trade Monero on chain or off chain is on Kraken as an American citizen. Yeah, Kraken's great. I think 
I love Kraken's principled stands on things, and I think this falls very in line with that. I'm sure, I'm sure they've had pressure to delist this. I'm surprised it's still there, to be honest. Yeah, that's probably your biggest risk with this. Actually, is some authority wins trying to get it delisted. I don't know if you saw this week, but they're trying to pass a bill in the United States that uh, would delist Chinese blockchains. <laughs> <laughs> and and also tether because they need a they need to find a way to get rid of tether okay so that's they're going to continue to try to get rid of tether i think um on, on u.s exchanges you're talking about chinese blockchains look at gas i don't know if this is some kind of exchange can't scam pump the gas token yeah that's a what neo, is this a neo thing right yes this is neo's gas token i don't know why it has a separate gas token Great name. Look at this move. Yeah, to me, this thing has already moved. Like, what? What is it? Of course, of course, now? of course. <laughs> but like, two fifty to twenty two fifty. It's probably illiquid. Probably um, a scam pump, like you're saying. Like, <laughs> look at that volume. Nothing. Right? <laughs> You can't. I don't know if you can see that. There we this go. Is the Willy Bot. Nothing. Right, what's going on there? No volume. I don't know. Tron was or not Tron. Uh, Poloniex was hacked today. We didn't talk about that. Yeah. So to the surprise of probably zero people, by the way. Uh, I don't understand that exchange. 114 million apparently. Is yeah. Justin Sun just going to cover it? I think. Yeah, they're not going to. No user on the exchange is going to lose any money, is what he said. But um, they're going to make everybody whole. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with this gas token. No idea. Okay. Um, signs there. There are signs of NFTs bottoming. Are there? Yeah. Should we bring up the uh, the? Uh, is there some NFT? What is it? NFT floor prices or something? NFT price floor. Um. I mean, Flip has those, but we don't we don't have like super advanced charts for looking over the course of a year across the market or something like nerdy like that. Um, anecdotally, the volume is nerdy. Up. Nerdy. We do have some. We do have some good charts. I'm not trying to discount our own charts, but um, more anecdotally, like Gordon Goner has been buying up a bunch of stuff. He's the uh, um, Ford Ape founder. He's been buying some grails. I just can't keep up. There's like an infinite supply of total trash. So it's hard for me to really know. Um, but it looks like board apes are up. Penguins are up. Yeah. Uh, CryptoPunks are up from the floor. What else is important that people care about? Doodles. Are you a doodler? <laughs> um, no. The... Uh... Doodles are up a little bit. Yeah. This is one of those, like, the 1% after down 99%. <laughs> Some of these got hit pretty hard. Like, Doodles, I don't remember where it topped out, but it was high. Um, I think the ones that are interesting are when CryptoPunks or Ord Apes are recovering after a long time in the dump. Yeah, all I all I usually see these days is CryptoPunk sales because they're so high in value. Um, yeah. But it looks like 
Here's a chart. Here's a, we do have some here. I'm, I was giving Flip a hard time. My there you own, go. My own company. But here's a one-year chart for, for Bored Apes. So looks like it's bottoming. It's obviously way away from where it, you know you might want it to be. But Well, contrast that with those under-the-floor sales in like uh, earlier in the year, you know? Yeah. You're, not, you're not really seeing that anymore. Yeah. I, I don't know what affects these. Maybe those are hacks. Like, I don't, I don't understand what that is, but uh, activity charts way up. Yeah, it looks like the punks are moving, but the other stuff. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know anything about NFTs. It's all you. So, I don't, I mean, for the sake of my business, I would love to see NFT activity pick up for the industry itself. Like, I think if this gets out ahead of itself, that's not great for the same reason that Doge going up would not be great. Looking at the um, watch market, the watch index for premium watches, that's continuing to make lows here. Which that's to me is surprising. Well, to me, it's a good like NFT proxy because I feel like the type of people that buy NFTs are also like in the watch market, you know. <laughs> that isn't that isn't a slight against uh, anybody. I'm just saying. Yeah, that's fair. Watchcharts.com. Anyway, um, a lot okay. of people are using Blur as a proxy for NFTs as well. Blur's way off the lows. Yeah, we talked about that in the post stream last yeah. week. Yeah, it bottomed at 15 cents and it's at 38, so over a 2x off the lows. So we'll see. They also yeah. took OpenSea laid off half their staff. Blur took a ton of their volume. Um, so they might have good reasons to be doing well. Yeah, it feels like uh, it's a warm ball of money, you know? Yeah. Not a boil, not a hot ball yet, not a surface of the sun ball of money, but we're getting there. Um, do you think the NASDAQ could hit all-time highs? I mean, we've talked about this. At this point, I think everybody has talked about the cup and handle. I mean, it looks it looks really, really good. This is big. This is big, big bear cope if that breaks up. I just, I always think about the politics of everything. I don't know why, but I can't help it. Um, yeah, it's really it, hard for me to believe in price exploration on this, but I guess it's possible. Like, if S and P and Q and Nasdaq make highs, is Biden more likely to get reelected? What does inflation look like? Are the macro doomers going to be pissed that they're wrong again? <laughs> well, that's always going to be the case. There's there's people have called for recession since the beginning of the year, saying we're going to go to lows. Blah 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 blah. Right. They're still calling for that, and yet they've been wrong the entire time. I'm not saying that won't happen. I'm just saying, like, trade the market you have, not the market you hope you had, you know? You know, we talked about, both of us have talked about having some cash on the sidelines in case stocks went further down. I think mm -hmm. we both also have high beta exposure via crypto, so it's not like, you know, we missed a lot in that. But I'm pretty, I'm pretty tempted to increase my exposure if we uh, break out of this. I will happily buy the highs happily. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's essentially what I'm saying. Like, I'm not afraid. 
don't let the tumor macro podcast scare you <laughs> that isn't I think to say we can't I could buy a breakout above here or i could also buy like the 200 week moving average 10 percent below here or 15 percent below here whichever it is i mean we still have people calling for a retest of the COVID lows still That's asking for a lot now admittedly a lot of these lower cap companies like paypal and um who else they have done that right but uh, yeah, the, the equal weighted s p for example still not good right no breath is terrible you know earnings expectations are in delusion land i get it i, I understand but the chart's yeah. the chart this chart's not near as good as what we just looked at like the this is equal weighted s p i mean microsoft hit an all-time high today right yeah take a look at and there's a cup and handle it's like if you don't want to trade the cues look at that cup and handle on microsoft insane yeah gold well, is pissed I mean, that it's already going now gold is pissed that microsoft broke out first this this is a great looking cup and handle it is almost textbook cup and handle rn whoever this is um they're speaking for anyone who has traded precious metals yeah silver gonna go up at some point but damn how much time will it take that's <laughs> some emoji that's like head and hands that's what it's like to be a precious metals owner right there well i just i see the macro people and i just laugh because they they see they sound like altcoin people or they're like you know it, alt season's coming any day now all these all these central banks are buying all uh gold Meanwhile, gold selling off this week <laughs> again, you know, looks terrible. It looks just gross, right? Um, I mean, it's still a good chart. That's not it looks terrible related to what else every what everything else did. Like everybody else is making money and you're not <laughs> type of type of thing. Like it just, it just broke out. Just break out. Silver's the same. Just going nowhere fast, you know? Yeah. Um, the Russell 2000 looks wretched. Yeah. If you're not, if you don't have AI in your game plan, good night. The whole Russell 2000 is just a value trap. Seems like it. I don't know. I, it just amazes me that we still see people talking about certain things in the economy or whatever it's like yeah yeah that might be true but have you looked at a microsoft chart like i, I don't know what to tell you you know have you looked at a solana chart what we really need is the bull the the bond bull market to be back josh that's that's the I don't greatest that's... sign that we're gonna make it solana is up 150 percent in 20 days yeah and you're telling me i'm supposed to pretend that there's some sort of recession that's here and I'm, I should trade that and buy bullets and gold and whatever. I don't know. Whatever. I'm done. There's, there's a time and a place for that, but man, traders going to trade. Traders going to trade. By the way, Sailor is up over a billion on his uh, my, uh, Bitcoin well, position. I mean, how many billions did, did he buy? Like what's his cost? What's his basis? total his his basis total dollar amount like not not how many big you know like 
He's up a billion. What percentage is that? 25%. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it was a terrific gamble in the sense that if he's right, it's an absolute kingmaker. Well, he's like Kathy Wood. He's not going to take profit ever, right? When it makes sense to. Ark still loading the boat for, with a bunch of junk, absolute junk. Uh, I, do, I do not understand what's going on over there. I don't even know what they're buying. Just the worst of the worst. <laughs> I don't even know. Um, anyway, I don't, I don't have much else to say. Look at Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely crushed. I mean, they had their panacea. Is that the right word? Like, everyone's locked at home and trying to work and had to use this product. How's it going to ever get better than that? Well, I mean, Microsoft just bundled it in, right? Same thing with Instagram and Reels. Just bundled in Snapchat, or not Snapchat, um, TikTok, you know? Yeah, Whatever. but TikTok's already big. Yeah, but... Uh, Snapchat was the loser on that one. The Reels section of uh, Instagram's popping off for sure. This yeah. also has a, a case for cup and handle, you know? I put this at number two amongst the Mag 7. This is an incredible recovery. I mean, people were so bearish Facebook at the bottom. Looks great. You know, it doesn't look great is Tesla. Tesla looks kind of angry. Tesla will do this though. Remember when it did this for like six years? Like, no, that's not a chart pattern. That's this, a random walk of crap. Well, this is the crypto folks getting washed out right here. Right, right, right. But I'm talking about the last what you know and then this is m for murder up here <laughs> uh this to me is what eth btc is going to look like you know i i think this could be 150 to 250 for four years yeah i think uh i agree with you this the that's next what it did. if you go go way back go way back do like a quarterly chart yeah see that it's gonna do that again this stuff all that years that's 2014 to 2020 it it priced it price Tesla prices in perfection and then has to spend forever getting to it. And the challenge they're gonna face this time is they may succeed, they may become this super dominant car manufacturer, but then if they stop being valued like a tech company, they gotta do even more, you know, like if they start being valued like a car company. So they have to continuously reinvent themselves to catch up to their valuation that crazy people priced in and that's not easy and yeah i think you could just end up underperforming for a very long time even as you live up to what people previously priced in this is ford <laughs> imagine imagine holding this from 87 1987 is the same dollar value you're flat since what's the dividend i have no idea just better be like 10 percent I don't know. Last thing I'll say. I think ETH is still <clears throat> one of trade. the best, one of the best trades, if not the best trade, uh, because of the BlackRock stuff. What is the discount on ETH? Uh, it is at. I have it here. 
It is at 13, 14%. Closed a lot this week. Ten, close 10% this week, but yeah. Uh, I think this is a phenomenal trade. I think ETH is a phenomenal trade. I do not think Solar Link are a phenomenal trade here, unfortunately. Bitcoin is uh, also a phenomenal trade relative to the. We to got this asked event. if ETH is liquid. I think it's liquid enough for most of us. For anybody in this chat, it's liquid enough. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, Ethy, um, <laughs> top of the cloud for those listening is 26. It's at 17. So that's a 50% move from here at 17. I don't know. This chart looks has looked good for a long time. Just finally, it took it a while to break out. And now with BlackRock as a tailwind, looks really good. GBTC, on the other hand, you've kind of missed it, in my opinion. The, the edge to edge move, I, I still think this is going to have a crazy move higher on the announcement of uh, the ETF approval for BlackRock. And then I think GBTC is the trade's over, you know? Yeah. Like it, it may keep going, it may range. I don't know. I don't care about them converting. I don't care about any of that. Um, this discount is at around 10%. So yeah, those two look good. Uh, coin, real quick, just kind of flat. But if uh, BlackRock is buying BTC through Coin, they're gonna, or yeah, Coinbase, they're gonna be buying ETH through Coinbase too, right? Flat, but it, I mean, a hundred has kind of been its spot that it struggled to get beyond, and I, I like Coin if it breaks a hundred. That one fifty area is nice. You, your target even goes higher. Am I crazy to think this looks a little bit like an inverted head and shoulders? Yeah, definitely had. Uh, the thing about this is it hit, it hit its inverted head and shoulders breakout target like immediately, and then has done a bunch of nothing. I don't know if it, like price on this two hundred. I don't know. Like, it, but if crypto does well, people are gonna trade this, right? I think you'd think, but hey, I could be wrong. I think Coinbase is a trash company. I think their their exchange is trash. Okay. Wow. I'm not saying I'm not saying they're good at anything, but from an exposure perspective. I I've gained a lot of respect for Coinbase because they just they've lasted and they have the most regulatory scrutiny as a public company of anyone. They've fought fought for things that I think are important over the past couple of years. I think they've made a ton of mistakes over the years, but I think that they've really come around on me. That's fair. They've done they've done plenty right, but they've done plenty wrong. Yeah. I just think on balance of I'm I've I've come around. Fair enough. Um does base base doesn't have a token yet, right? No, I don't think it's ever MetaMask. It earns fees for Ethereum. Or, um, for, it earns fees for Coinbase, and then it sends, um, you know, activity back to ETH as the native asset. But one more stock chart that I don't like. Exxon hasn't really broken down the way gold has, but it looks like it wants to. I think this trade might be over. Yeah, everybody was super bullish energy, kind of at the top, and. Maybe justifiably so, but if global demand is falling off a cliff, you know, 
I don't know. I, it might just take some time, I guess, is my point. Like, I don't have, I don't see where the case for markup is right this moment. If you look at XLE, XLE um, had, it might still be holding the ascending triangle, but it uh, it's the energy sector ETF. Yeah, if, if I'm going to trade energy, I'm probably trading this over Exxon. Most of XLE is Exxon anyway, but um, it still looks fine. I think it needs lots of time, but looks fine. All right, so let's summarize a little bit. 3K ETH is what you said, right? 3K ETH, yeah. 47K BTC. That would. <laughs> I don't know. I believe here, I believe more in 3K ETH than 47K BTC, but it just depends on that day. It just depends on when we get the news. And uh, I assume it's approval. If it's a if it's a denial, then we're in deep shit. <laughs> if it's a denial, 25k or less. But I just don't. I think there's like a two percent chance that's going to be a denial. Um, Based on what you're saying, you think ETH BTC probably bottomed, probably maintained 0.06 or better. Uh, I wouldn't say that. I think it temporarily bounced. I think it does go lower. Um, I think 05, I think we do see less than 05 between now and April. Okay. So I, I don't think this is a bottom bottom. <clears throat> um, sounds good. I mean, I'm, in, I'm, in, I'm into it. Uh, thanks bit for saying nice mustache ledger. I should have done this before Halloween and gone as Nick Carter for Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing no shave November because my kids thought it was funny. So I got neck, beard, and mustache. That's all I can grow. We do what we can. We do what we can. Let's end it there. Sounds good. Good, good luck, everybody, on the ETF. We'll catch you soon. Follow Josh at Carpe Noctum. He's doing good videos on YouTube. Follow, uh, that's it. Me on Twitter. Whatever. Later. Monuments crumble in the blink of an eye. It's just run dry In a house of cards I feel the breeze Wound so tight I can barely breathe